recording. We're gonna give it a nice little sync clap. I think we're rolling. Now we know where to. Now we know where to go. So yeah, we're good. Oh yeah, we're flip flop, but that's all right. We'll be good. With that. All right. So what's going on, guys? Welcome back, or welcome to the Four Stars <laughs> Podcast. Uh, my name's Kyle. This is Nick. Uh, we are going to be your hosts for this evening. Uh, this is the first podcast we're going to be putting out. We don't actually know the complete direction of what we want to do with this today, but that's okay because we're going to make it happen. We're going to figure it out. So what's going on, Nick? What, what are we going to talk about today? I'm not sure. I think we're both uh, I think we're both losing our podcast virginity today. <laughs> I think this is the first one for both of us, so yeah. we'll see where it goes. Yeah, so we're going to do a cheers. Uh, 312 is actually sponsoring us. <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal, at least. We'll get there uh, eventually. They've got the four stars right there. So I guess a good little sub-tangent to get into is um you know what four stars even means and what it is so you know with our brands and brands we work with you know we're both in the content marketing space and uh you know the one constant between everything is kind of chicago and those within it so when it came down to you know creating the name uh for four stars bringing in all the people that we know to kind of tell their story it was important for us to be able to you know express what that means and obviously a lot of that has to do with chicago and being here and kind of representing this amazing city but on top of that it's just kind of like our motto and the people most people that i work with has have a very similar motto of you know getting it done and and i know that sounds super cliche but pretty much just comes down to like getting the rough draft built getting you know your product out there and then always knowing that there's room to improve uh knowing that fifth star is there but not you know waiting to create uh, the perfect product always. It's getting it out there and then adding revisions. And if we're going to talk about college, just off the bat, I think the one thing you do learn in college that's good or high school, whatever, just general schooling is, you know, English class when they make you do revisions for things like a rough drafts rather. Like, I think that's actually a really good concept. And I think people should apply that in more of their life. But that's where the four stars kind of comes into place. There's always that fifth one. You know, don't let uh, Casey Neistat says this, and I really like it. Don't let uh, perfection get in the way of good enough. So that's kind of a big thing that we like to vibe with. Love it. But yeah, man, I mean, what do you think we should talk about today? Um, I think we're, I mean, we're both in the same business. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the common interest between the two of us. So, yeah. I mean, I think we should start getting into that. Um, you got Salker Media. I yeah, got Logger yeah. Media. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're both in the same business. Um, when did you start Salker Media and what was your kind of motivation behind it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, that's a good question. Uh, I think content marketing right now is an awesome business to be in. Uh, whether you want to call it content marketing, I you know kind of created the term content-driven digital marketing because you know it. I think really digital marketing is nothing without being able to create content because I really don't like how things, the inconsistencies of things, can happen when you know I have one guy creating the website, one guy uh, creating the fo- photos and videos and uploading them, and it just right. creates this whole dynamic of, of terribleness. So. To your question, you know, when did it start? Uh, I think I registered Silicon Media as a business five or six years ago. And how old were you when you did that? Uh, I'm 23 now, so 18, then 18, something like that, 17, 18. Dude, good for you. No, no. <laughs> but I tell everyone this, and that's why I want to get into it with Nick, too. Like, I'm not good at a lot of, like, most things I'm really, really bad at. Like, really shitty at sports, all this stuff. So I was been in business for a long time. You know, I started my first uh, business when I was, like, 10, 11 years old. I used to buy and sell dirt bikes and I got into phones. I fixed phones when I was like 11. Then that got into computers. Computers went into cars and kind of just always reinvested. I was like fixing things and whatever. But I even posted a, a picture on my Instagram the other day of me coming back on the train. Uh, I, I bought, I used to buy MacBooks downtown because there was more of them out there, whether I was buying them from offices or wherever. And then I'd sell them in the suburbs. I refurbish them, you know, put new software on them, make them just nicer, repackage them, essentially selling the service. And, um, 
I bought my first Canon T3i. I know a lot of people. That's kind of the that first. That's my first camera. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to avoid yeah. that that camera. <laughs> uh, I got it downstairs still. Um, and people always ask me like, why did you buy a like? It was a, at the time like seven eight hundred bucks, and it was kind of like all the money I had yeah. like in addition to the business. And it was just because it was like a general passion. Like I just liked creating photos. I would go to like the basketball games and stuff like that. Shout out to John Conchar, the dudes on the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> we got to get him on here. Um, I remember even like taking pictures of him like back then. And to me, it's so cool because it was like being able to give somebody value. I always said like cameras open doors um, and you're bringing value to the table. And, you know, it's very hard to deliver value at a young age otherwise to a lot of successful people or people who just matter or whatever it is that you're trying to do. And that's kind of what always intrigued me. And just making the long story a little shorter, um, you know, that was always kind of like in the back of my mind. You know, I bought and sold bunch of cars probably i don't know 65 70 cars at this point i was big into that thousands of computers and phones and stuff like that you know but i always wanted to kind of combine all my passions together and that started over here at almost bmw right. and, um you know I, I took a job here doing all their social media back in the day before car dealers really did a lot of facebook and instagram advertising and just kind of kept working on the skill set and buying more camera gear right. continually reinvesting i never really had an idea or reason to keep reinvesting so much money into it but it just may there's some things in life that just make sense like it just feels right so you just you know so when you when you started sulker media did you know you wanted to get into the industry of cars because i know the slogan is content driven digital marketing yeah so when you started it did you have that vision in your head that you wanted to go after you know dealers and automotive oh yeah for sure okay for sure yeah like i think it was in the sense of like i like cars so much right it wasn't like i was opposed to doing like i did stuff for restaurants for free and all this different stuff and a bunch of rallies and did cars but yeah, I think it just made the most sense because I knew the industry right. decently well. Those are your two hobbies, cars and cameras. Yeah, yeah, cameras, car. Yeah, 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 exactly, 100%, man. And um, yeah, that just it just made the most sense. And, um, you know, the first, uh, the first client I ever got outside of, you know, my job here was a dealership called Lucky Motors, uh-huh. which they're not around anymore. They, they still are around a different location, but the location I was at, I still vividly remember just sitting outside uh, or well, it's not sitting, but I was outside of the the dealership shooting photos. It was like, I don't even know, like 10 degrees out, super cold. Yeah, I didn't yeah. care. I just was like a motivated kid, right. like 17, 18, like I'm going to build this business. Um, my biggest goal, you know, was honestly just being trans- transparent with everyone. I really wanted to break six figures. That was like my big goal. I, you know, I wrote down all the things I needed to do to do that. Yeah, I think that's everyone's first big milestone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that'll lead into, we definitely had to touch on that too. Cause that's a, like a big thing. That, but um, yeah, I, I think. Doing that and, and having new clients and stuff like that, you know, I think my first client was 500 bucks a month and I was doing a lot of work for them, but I didn't land it for a long time. I literally had to... Yeah, um, do free work for them and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how it goes though. I mean, I, th- I think that's how everyone starts and that's how you have to start. Um, I mean, I know myself, I did countless projects for free yeah. before I landed my first paid client. And I always had this mindset that I had to find a client to get the next better client. Yeah. And then once I got that client, I would get a better client. Exactly. And I think that was my mindset starting out. And I quickly realized that that's just kind of running on a treadmill and you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, once you get that first paid client, that's who you have to take care of the most. Yeah, exactly. More than anything, referrals are going to get you where you need to go. Cause if you 100%. get a referral, that means you're doing something right. Yeah. But if you're always worried about the next project, yep. you're not going to be doing a good job on the ones you have. Exactly. So, I mean, it took me a while to realize that, but 
now that I have that mindset, I finally think I'm starting to gain that traction and start. Oh, hundred percent, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you've blown up so quickly and, and that's, I mean, it, it, it's a testament to not only your skill set that's developed, but also like perseverance and like the willingness to adapt, like right. understanding what you just said. Like, and I think that's the reason I want to really, this podcast means so much to us is being able to express that kind of unspoken rule of like, Hey, like even if your plan changes every day, that's fine. Just keep trying different things because that's how you actually develop the skill sets. Like Absolutely. you understood like, Hey, honestly, realistically speaking, um, you know, I've got to nurture my first clients and stuff like that more so than, you know, cause a lot of, it's easy to jump to the next one, right? Yeah. You, you got a $500 client, but then you have somebody who's like, you know, I'll pay you a thousand dollars a month to do X, Y, Z. And, and then, then your you, head goes there and you forget about the $500 client. Exactly. Who but gave you, you the chance first? Yeah. But you can't do that because that $500 client one day could become your $10,000. Exactly. Client. Exactly. Right. And that's how it works. Exactly. Um, I mean, not only are you trying to make your business grow, you got to worry about their business too. A hundred percent. And when their business grows, they pay you. It's more. inevitable. Yeah, so, exactly. It's a value thing. And yeah. I think so many people are like, it's like a, being a value leech versus being a value gi- like adder or giver. And, right. and the more people sense that they, people could smell that it's, it's instinct and in humans. Like, and if you actually legitimately help somebody, like they're going to reciprocate it. And if they're not, it's just a bad person or client but you know what you can't prevent that in this life right. you're better off taking shooting your shot trying your best because you know people who trying to always have an angle it's just not ideal right you, you're gonna put yourself in a position to get burned so at least in my opinion i agree with you on that for sure but yeah man i mean so i guess i got some questions for you like yeah, starting out obviously you know scaling the business is there's so many different facets that go into it and obviously we're never finished right that's why you call it four stars not yeah. five stars because <laughs> None of us feel like we're finished. So none of no. this is us being like, oh, we made it. Now we're going to tell It's like, no, we want to be able. You're never finished. You're never finished. You're never like finished. you're truthfully never finished. And, and I think like giving people that outlet, like you could be the kid starting out with the camera. You might have no camera. Like you might have nothing. And yeah, you're using your iPhone in your pocket. Exactly. What does everyone say? The best camera you have is the is one the you one, have yeah, on Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's and I, people start. I agree with that hundred percent. Like, and, and you might be a production agency or something, whatever. You might be way out here. You might be way out. Here. It really truthfully doesn't matter. But this is like you being able to get something that you can reciprocate with. Like be like, oh, like that feels good to know that this person struggled here too. This mm-hmm. person did that also. Like, you know, with my client, it took me literally five different, five or six different proposal revisions um, to what I had. And my buddy, shout out Mike Salerno. Uh, he works at Chicago Motor Cars. This guy's the man. He literally like was like, dude, no, that's not going to work. He's like, make this, add this, add in this data, make sure you do this. Or if you're going to do it for free, like, yeah, that's amazing. Like you're really helping us out, but like add this data in. Cause like, this is what's going to make it make sense. Cause he knew the car industry way better than I did. So it's like, you know, you might be optimizing for one thing when you should be optimizing for another. So, and that's all good data, like being able to make relationships and stuff like that. And now he's one of my boys. Um, we had some mutual friends with my brother and stuff like that. So it helped out, but yeah, man, I think like, it's always, there's no, no two stories are the same, right? So like, I'm curious to hear like, you know, like, what do you think your obstacles were? And Nick is a little bit different in the sense of, you know, I started a tiny bit earlier. So I would like, as far as my age, so, and in a different kind of space, because like, I, I guess content was like a little bit less like known and cool back, like not cool. I don't mean like that, but I mean like in the sense of like, maybe clients were like a little bit they didn't know they needed it as much as they do now, like, yeah, in, like no. a few years later. It's, so it's the dynamics totally changing. It's all going to keep growing. Exactly. And that's why I think it's like interesting to know. Cause like back then it was like selling people on the content. Now right. it's like, who's the best at making the content. So like my content, when I started it was garbage in compared c- comparison to like you launching and starting your, cause like right. the levels have changed. There's like, you know what I mean? And like, there's more resources now, but there's also like the game is harder now. There's you know? more people doing it. Exactly. There's more people doing it. But like, I mean, 
the way I see it is there's always going to be someone that's better than you. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Always. Yeah. You just have to be better at conveying the value that you're going to provide to exactly. A hundred percent. So no, I couldn't. Yeah, dude, you're, you're a hundred percent right. I mean, like you think like, cause me, I was, I was going into college. Uh, Nick was actually coming out of college. So, um, whether your opinion, we will have a whole other podcast on <laughs> whether you should go or shouldn't go to college. It's not really up to us for us to decide, but both of us did, um, should be graduating in like a week. We're not going to count any chickens, but Nick, <laughs> Nick did graduate. He did have a full-time finance job from my understanding. Yeah. And, and I'm curious to see, cause I was like, you know, I think when you're young, you kind of have all like, as long as you have, I was already making money in other ways. Like, you know, the cars, computers, like I was fine. Like, so whatever I took a chance on was okay. But you know, Nick was going into his full-time career and he yeah. actually, you know, gave it. I remember, um, you know, watching Nick's video, which you guys will have to link. Uh, you guys can see it on his Instagram. Um, but like, I remember watching that and be like, dad, that's like a really, like, that's a straight up leap of faith. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I, I made that video the day after I quit. Um, I was sitting on my desk in my room and I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. And I just had all these emotions running through me. I just had to like, yeah. let them go somehow. So I just put a little video together just to let everyone know yeah. what I was doing next. And I got a lot of feedback from it yeah. more than I thought. Um, you know, people telling me like, yo, this is so inspiring. Yeah. Just like all this stuff. And I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah. Like, I think it's like my most liked like post ever on my Instagram. Yeah. And it was like the most poorly put together video I've ever done in my entire <laughs> yeah. life. So, I spot. mean, that's just like, that's just something else to remind people. Yeah. It's not about the qual. All right. I, I'm not going to take this with a grain of salt. Yeah. I think quality is like very important, but yeah. it's not all about the quality. It's 100%. what you're putting into it. Yeah. It's the, it's the message you're getting across. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I couldn't, that's yeah. You hit it on the nail on the head. Cause that kind of like goes along with like what we're saying. Like had you never made that video, maybe I'm not saying like the video is the reason you became successful no, with this, but no. it's like, it might've given you that little ounce of a boost that you needed, like yeah. a support from it, other people. It absolutely did. You know, it, to, just, like, it reminded me how many people were behind me. Exactly. It really did. Even people I hadn't talked to since high school. I haven't, I haven't even seen these people in five, six years. Like yeah. they all send me private messages. Be like, dude, I love what you're doing. Yeah. Like I'm excited to see where you go. And that, I know people say don't think don't care what other people think of you. Yeah. But as much as you say it, <laughs> yeah. it helps. It does. Yeah. I think people like say that because it's like, oh, I don't care what anyone thinks. And I'm I'll be the first person to say that kind of stuff. But you, we do. It's yeah. psychology. Absolutely. It's just our brains. We have no control over it. If you think you're better than everyone else, that's fine. Yeah. If you don't whatever whatever you think or feel, that's up to you. But reality situation is it's nice to have people who are on your side who trust you and it believe is. in you. It doesn't mean that, you know, you might have a lot of support and that might be backhanded support. Those same people might really think that you're not going to succeed and they yeah. might like get off on the fact that you know you might fail who knows but you know what it doesn't really make a difference because you know i've learned that in myself is like who who cares there's no like who cares like if you don't or you do i mean you have to i mean i guess you could use that as positive leverage like to prove people wrong there's nothing in my opinion there's really nothing wrong with it um but at the same time like there's really no need to feel negative about it like either you're gonna do or you're not gonna do yeah. if, if you're gonna f you're gonna fail if you take that criticism on you don't wake up in the morning you don't work on what you need to do you don't get the four stars completed uh, and you keep saying oh well i'm not gonna do it until that's my biggest pet peeve is when people are like well that's because i'm not gonna do this until xyz or until you know this happens and it's like dude there's so many other little facets and factors that go into like business or whatever skill set that you're like being like so arrogant and thinking that yeah. you you know the puzzle and you're just like holding off for like one element. It's like, that's not even possible, dude. Yeah. And the one thing I realized quickly after, you know, leaving corporate and starting the media company was it's not about, it's not all about the cameras. It's not all yeah. about the media. There's a hundred other things that go into it that you never think about until you get into it. Like I remember 
the first week I just I I put a huge piece of paper on my wall and I just started writing down things I needed to do to get started. Yeah. I had so many damn things on that list. I yeah. didn't even know where to start. And yeah. I would stare at the list for hours and yeah. hours and just try to figure out what to do. But yeah. you really just have to narrow in on the most important things. So I might've done this out of order. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Number one was like, I, I need to figure out the name. Yeah. Two was the logo. Yeah. Three was the website. Yeah. And I spent like weeks on my website. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I was wasting time 100%, but like that was important to me at the time. And now I realize that it's not. Yeah. There's a lot of the things that go into it. How are you going to find your prospects? Yeah. How are you going to sell them on your service? Like telling someone you make videos and showing them a video isn't going to get them in the door. 100%. Not at all. Yeah. So there's just so many other things that go around building a business around your cameras. Yeah. Than exactly. just showing your portfolio to people. Dude, yeah. I couldn't agree more. And it's like you got to make it like quantifiable for people, yeah, right? 100%. So like, and, and, and getting like that first, like, I think we were talking about this the other day. Like it's very difficult because as a business owner or whatever, like it doesn't mean, it doesn't matter what you are, whatever it is you do, not even own the business. It's like just being in that position of like leading everything. Like you've got to solve a lot of little problems. And a lot of the times, like the content is the last part of it. Like you can be the best, but that's, I always said this, like some of the best photographers I know, like don't know how to market themselves properly or they think they do. And it's the wrong approach. In my opinion, it doesn't mean it's, it is the wrong approach. It's just, in my personal opinion, there's other ways people can go to pivot um, that would make them either a lot more money or have like, give them a lot more time freedom or whatever. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, right. it's up to whatever people like and want to do. Yeah, and that's that's the one thing I really carried with me from my job in finance. Um, I know you, I know you know my route, but yeah. just for the people that don't, yeah. um, I graduated college with a major in finance and economics. I went to go work in commercial banking for about two and a half years and cameras and photos and video was always a hobby of mine yeah always and i started getting better and better um you know i would make travel videos just like everyone else yeah, would. yeah. you know people would see them and someone was like hey can you come film my wedding yeah i'm like sure so then i started making some wedding videos and that's how i feel like a lot of people start yeah and then my dad's friend owns a business and he's like hey can you make us a video for our business and i'm like yeah sure so like more people start seeing it yeah and it starts getting to the point where i'm like okay i can really you know do something with this 100 percent. but yeah. it took a long time to get there yeah and what I took with me from my finance background with commercial banking was, you know, the number one and most important thing was you need to know your, your client's business, yep. just like they do. And you yeah. need to make an effort to really understand it, to be able to solve their problems. Yep. And that's the one thing from that that I brought with me here. And it translates very well. Yeah. You're still solving a problem for them, whether it's on the financial side or the marketing side to get more people in the door. Yeah. You still need to make them money. And to do that, you need to understand their business. Yeah. And that's my number one priority. When I get in the meeting with someone, my first question to them is tell me about what you do. Exactly. No, that's a dude. That's yeah. on the head. I and mean, it's crazy because we've never even had this conversation, but it's so true. I mean, because right. it's like you had to figure it out the hard way, right? And yeah. it's like, so did I. It's like no one cares about what the content looks like if it doesn't make them more. And especially in, in, in a business like car dealers or sales, right. like no one gives a shit unless you're making them money, which in their defense, it makes sense. Why would you, it's a cost in cost out, like, or, you know, money in money out situation. Like if you don't make somebody money, why would they have you around? No, unless, you no, know, they, unless they just like cool shit and like want to have exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. And, but th- there's, there's a limit to that. Like yeah. how much can you really spend? Unless, right. you know, for, for example, right now during a damn pandemic, like yeah. w- you think you're going to sell people on making cool stuff for them? Oh, no, absolutely no. Not. you know what I mean? Like only thing that's going to sell is your work and how effective it is in bringing in clients. And that's why what you just said, that's brilliant. Like understanding businesses and what they want to do and what they need to do to make sales. Like 
then it's a no-brainer. If I can make somebody a video or, or do a campaign, an advertisement campaign for a dealership, and I know that I'm getting them, you know, it, it doesn't even need to be this quantifiable. But for example, if I make something, I know it's whatever, say $5,000 a month or whatever, you could do a heavy campaign with, uh, you know, amazing commercial, whatever it is, and they can net or gross or whatever you want to say. Let's say net profit is fifty to $100,000, whatever it is. It's just whatever, arbitrary number. It doesn't really make a difference. However, if it's more than the money that they paid, it makes sense. You know what I mean? That's yeah, it. it That's it. It's a cost in and cost out. You have a cookie store, or a bakery, and I, you know, you sell ten more loaves of bread, and those ten loaves of bread cost, you know, aggregate at, over a whole month, you make a thousand dollars profit off of our marketing. It makes sense. Yeah. Like that's it. That's all that it's just money in, money out. And yeah. and you're just providing that service in between. Exactly. So, and really understanding their situation is huge. And like another example of that is, you know, my dad's in the automotive space. Yeah. He has his collision repair shop, mechanical shop, tow truck centers, all that stuff. Um, right when that pandemic started, he was a nervous wreck. Yeah. Absolutely nervous wreck. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm going to have to lay off guys. We're not going to have jobs coming in, all this stuff. Next day, huge hailstorm in Evanston and Skokie, right where his shop is. And we're t- I'm talking to him. I'm like, he got into work the next day. He's like, we had 15 cars come in, all hail damage. That's crazy. I'm like, let's jump on this. Yeah. So like, I brought my camera in. Yeah. I videoed them like, you know, replacing windshields, fixing, yeah. like do, doing painless dent repair, all that kind of stuff. I ran an ad on Facebook for Skokie Evanston area. Yeah. Next week, f- over 60 cars in the shop. It's crazy. So really that. adjusting to the situation. Yep. That I know it's my dad. It's not like my yeah, client yeah, exactly, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think it translates well. So 100%. like really understanding that business's situation and trying to figure out a solution for them and really jumping on the opportunity at hand is huge to really show your value to someone. Dude, a hundred percent, man. Like that's, that's like the perfect analogy for like adapt or die, right? Like that's like what that means. Like pivot, like, and I think the coronavirus is a perfect way to, yeah. for everyone to like understand that. Like, you know, you have the choice. You can either go stay home. It's yeah. fine if you do this, feel stay sorry home, feel sorry. Yeah. And collect the stimulus check. That's fine. I'm glad they have it. No political stuff on this podcast ever, <laughs> but Forever. you could do that. You could do that if you want, but you could also make the choice to pivot out of it a little bit if you'd like to, you know, like, and use the opportunity or use, you know, whatever it may be to either help people, whether you're donating your time or resources to hospitals, or you want to use it for your business strategy, whatever. But I I like to say this, and this will be a theme. I'll probably say this again. You're never going to be punished in this life for making money as long as it's not illegal, Uh, which whatever, you know, you can run off with your imagination what I'm talking about being illegal, but like, you'll never be punished, right? So like, if you're like, well, I don't know if people are gonna feel bad about me, like running ads for, you know, hail damage when yeah, it's yeah. during a pandemic or like, is, it doesn't have anything, actually it has nothing to do with the pandemic. It's like, are you trying to, um, for example, are you trying to take advantage of people? No, you're trying to no. show them a service that you have that's gonna bring value to them. Exactly. And you can look at things in one or two ways. You can look at it as like, oh, you're trying to take advantage of people and make money off of this. And yes, business is in business to make business and to make money in a exactly. profit. But at the same time, consumers want businesses around to help them with their problems. Yep. You have to be able to connect the two. Your dad might, whether he does or doesn't know how to run Facebook ads, it's irrelevant. But like, if he does, he would do it. Yeah. He probably doesn't. So no, that's why you do it. No so idea. there's an intermediary <laughs> step. We have a customer who wants the product, who doesn't know how to find it. We have a person who's willing and able, a professional to make it happen. Yeah. Who has to be in between? The problem with somebody in between who only knows how to run Facebook ads then the content gets diluted or, you know, it's not personable. You're not going to actually convert on your ads, all this stuff. So being able to have content driven, digital marketing, content driven, yeah, digital marketing, you have a really good ad 
really good marketing style. You know, you understand you're not going to, for example, just making for who anyone who doesn't run ads, if he ran that ad to United States, his money would be blown. Absolutely blown. You run it. Exactly. You run it in a five to 15 mile radius of Skokie and Evanston uh, in the northern, northern part of Chicago. Guess what? Everyone in that radius is going to see your stuff. So like that's like, the, the, and then not only do they see your stuff, but you're actually providing value because you're giving them beautiful content to watch and right. see. And you're making something that typically traditionally isn't that beautiful. Like no. painless diamond pair isn't that cool, but you make it cool. So they like it more. The shop is happy. You're happy. You're bringing money in. People are happy to find that resource. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. You know, end of story. Like it's pretty, it's pretty cut and dry as to why it makes sense. And that's why like, if anyone gets anything from this specific episode, it's like, you know, maybe this is the route for you, whether you're in the pandemic, you lost your job or you're trying to do this. You've been trying. You have to realize if you make it quantifiable for your client, it's, it's a math equation. Most things in life are kind of just a math equation. Like, you know, you make it worth it. If they can make money and you can make money and the customer's happy, no one's getting harmed. No. But if you sit on your butt and don't do anything, guess what? You can't expect somebody to knock on your door with a million dollars. This is not how this stuff works. Yeah. And you know, when you're, when you're dealing with someone else's money, yeah, the game changes. Oh yeah. The game absolutely changes. Cause like, there's one thing of like doing free work for someone. There's no pressure. Yeah. The client has no pressure. They're not expecting yeah. shit from you. Exactly. They don't give a fuck what you give them. You exactly. could give them yeah. the worst video you've ever made. They'll still yeah. be happy because they didn't spend one cent on you. Exactly. And you don't have the pressure to perform, but also that takes away your motivation to make a good video. Exactly. But when you have someone else's money in your hands. Yeah. You got to perform under that pressure. They're exactly. expecting something from you and you have to meet those expectations. Exactly. And I think that's the problem too with a lot of people is like, like, oh, I don't never work for free. It's like, is your skill set good enough to say that? Yeah. Like, if it's not, then just work for free. Like, suck it up. Like, I did, like, I didn't make money with a camera. I always tell people this for like seven years yeah. of owning a camera. Like, and I did so much stuff. I spent hours editing. Like, I got in fights with like ex girlfriends about like editing <laughs> photos. Like, like, cause I, I was so passionate about it. Yeah. But like, I wanted to be the first, like we'd go on rallies or whatever. And people like with cars, I don't know if you guys are familiar, if you are or not, like, you know, people with cool cars, they'll go on rallies and I'd be the guy, you know, I'd drive whatever, but I'd also take photos and, um, you know, there'd be other photographers there, but my thing was like, I'm going to go home, I'm going to edit these and I'm going to post them because why everyone wants a cool cover photo. Everyone wants a cool profile picture, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, and everyone wants to see the days kind of like recap. They're chilling at home and you can either wait a week to post them. But even if my photos are 90 even 70 to 80 to 90% as good as the other people's. And I had them up the same day. That's more valuable than the hundred percent in a week because people don't care in a week anymore. It's, it's over, you know, excitement's still there. It's using the iron while it's hot. I love that expression, you know, because so many people are like, Oh, I'm going to make sure these edits are perfect. I'm going to do this or that, or I'm tired. I'm not going to do this tonight. And, Fine. That's up to you. Four stars is better than five. Exactly. Right. That's the theme, man. That's the theme. Just getting it done, man. That that's, that's number one. And, and, um, I think that it just applies to everything. And like the free work thing, man, like if you're in the middle of it, like I understand, like if you have no money at all, like what you, you're like, why would I put effort into something? If I, but there's like, so much time in the day, like even if you have a part-time job or whatever it may be, or you want to start making money with this, like fine, you don't do it for free. Maybe charge like little increments of money. But even if you make you know, hundred or two hundred dollars in a day, doing something like a video for somebody. I don't care who you are. If you know how to do video, you could shoot a video and edit it in a day. And I know a lot of people who who'd gladly pay two to five hundred dollars for a video oh, yeah. of their company, even if it was like mediocre, because it's just providing the outlet. Because most people are a lot more than that. For sure. 
So as long as it beats a part-time job or even a full-time job at a minimum wage, which after taxes and whatever you want to call it, you know, $200 a day is plenty. Just don't be so like, I guess, arrogant or cocky to think that you need to make like so much money right away. Because so many people are like, oh, I'm going to become a millionaire overnight. It's like, dude, if you don't know how to make $10,000 or even 1000 you yeah. don't know to make 1000 You can't make ten. You can't make 50 You can't make 100 You can't make 250 You can't make 500 You can't make a million. So many people think that they could just skip levels. It's like, what makes you think that? That's how people start, though. And I'm, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I thought the same thing. Yeah, we all do. We all do. <laughs> you know, Everyone like, thinks the same way. And I, I, love, to, I love talking about this free work kind of conversation. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing to talk about because everyone starts somewhere and I think everyone needs to do it. And a lot of people are against it because they say, oh, it lowers the value of everyone else in the market. That's yeah. bullshit. No, 100%, That's bullshit. dude. Just people being like if salty. You're, if you're in the game for a long time, you can charge wherever the fuck you want. Yeah. People are going to pay for it. Exactly. But if you're just starting... Go out and get that free work. And guess what? If you do a great fucking job and they're just a startup company in two years, they're going to remember you did a great job for them yep. and you're going to be the first person they call. Yep. And I remember the, fir the first client I got, I literally sent them, but I, I was sitting at a coffee shop Yeah. and I saw one of their ads pop up on my Instagram. I literally sent them an Instagram DM. I'm like, Hey, I just quit my job. I'm starting this company. Yeah. I sent them like two videos that I had done. They weren't even like client videos. They were just like some travel videos. Yeah. Just so like to show like quality, whatever. Yeah. I got a response back in two minutes. They're like, yeah, let's do it. That's and so I told cool. them I would do it for free for the first month. And then we could like negotiate something after if they'd yeah, like it. That's so cool. So anyways, we like set our shoot date, whatever, did everything. I got them the content. And after that, I had a meeting with them to talk about things going forward. Yeah. And they didn't want to move forward, but really? it's not because they didn't like yeah. what I did. They were a new company. They didn't have the money and they just, it wasn't the right time for them to do it. Yeah. But they paid me anyways. Yeah, that's sweet. They paid me for the work that I said I was going to do for free. That's awesome. So, because people are, they're people, they're humans yeah. at the end of the day. You know, yeah. they're not going to give you some, you know, ridiculous, people aren't like assholes for lack of a better term. Like they just, you know, they're going to take care of you if they can. Yeah. Some people are, Absolutely. which is fine. It's unavoidable. So yeah, if we had any gaps, this is going to be our preface. Sony a7 threes uh, <laughs> have a 30 minute record limit. Uh, we've got other cameras that have longer record limits, but we're just trying to dial everything in at the studio right now. And we'll we, like, we like how it looks. Exactly. So Slowly that's, we're going to let you guys know these little things because that's what being four stars is. We just had a cut. We don't love to have cuts, but we're going <laughs> to do, we're going to do it because it makes sense. Uh, and we like the way that it looks. So uh, we'll, we'll make it happen. But yeah, guys, I mean, getting back into it, I think with, um, you know, between Mike and my Nick and myself, um, there's definitely a lot of similarities, which is crazy. Um, the only difference really is the fact that, you know, where he left from and where I kind of came from. And that's what I kind of want to touch on a little bit more, you know, but we both kind of, you know, came off of free work. We can't, we can't push that enough. Uh, the free work aspect really like I, you know, one of the general managers here, Irv, he's like my man, like a mentor. He's like the best manager that I know. And, um, you know, it started off with, you know, me and my brother worked at this store at Elmer's BMW. And um, uh, essentially, you know, Irv was looking for somebody to film his son's uh, lacrosse game but way back in the day, five, six years ago. And uh, I was like, oh, of course, I'll film it. No problem. And I didn't really have an agenda. I just wanted to help out because I didn't even know what I wanted to do. And that's the interesting part, right? I didn't know what if I wanted to shoot inventory photos of cars, if I wanted to do social media or videos, whatever. I just was kind of doing whatever. But I was like, of course, I'll film it. And, you know, we met up and we filmed it. And, and we, we joke about it to this day, um, you know, uh, when we sat down, we met at a Starbucks and I gave him the flash drive and he like tried to hand me like 20 bucks or 50 bucks for dinner. And he's like, you know, I want to at least take your dinner. And I was like, 
He, and I'm like, I don't want your money. I was like, I just want an interview. Right. And he was like, what? <laughs> like, like it threw him back, but it was, it was cool. And it was like, I meant it like genuinely meant it. I was like, I would just love to sit down with him. And it kind of threw him for a loop. But like, he's like, this kid really wants it. You yeah. know, he really wants to, to, you know, my time. And, and that's very valuable because he's a very high level person. And, um, you know, we, he's like, you know, send me an email with your stuff. And when you said, you know, your travel videos, I have, if you look deep on my YouTube channel, you'll yeah. see like old They're videos there. of M3s. Yeah. Yeah. There's like old videos with like really bad audio, yeah. but at the time I had like 30,000 views or something. So I used it and I sent it as a kind of like a portfolio. Yeah. And I'm like, this is me talking about like my M3 or whatever. Like right. this is that, like literally like, honestly, looking back, videos were garbage, but they they were they were a placeholder yeah. for what I needed I have, at the time. I have all mine unlisted now. They're still on YouTube, but they're unlisted. So just in case yeah. anyone searches my name on YouTube, yeah. they're not going to find those. <laughs> but they're still there for me to see if I want them. Yeah, 100%, dude. That's like that's the funny thing, I, I feel like. It's like having the placeholder to be like, I here you go. Like This is this is what we this is what I can do. There's room for improvement. And yeah. somebody might think your 50% is, is, is okay. And... and 50 is always better than 100 or zero, not 100, zero. Like, I think everyone gets that confused. Like, for example, if you're getting a grade in a class on a paper, it's better to turn the paper in for 50% as a placeholder than a zero. I know everyone's like, it's still an F. Yeah, but guess what? You still got points. You still got something. You got some kind of skin in the game. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because, you know, over over time, obviously, starting out, like, there was really not much money in it, but – it helped me develop my skill set. And I always tell everyone like, you know, you should get a job first doing something because it gives you the ability to make money, uh, to understand how things work. And, and there's much higher level people in organizations and you can't be cocky to think that you know more than them. You just simply don't understand how organizations work, how money's flowed through, you know, be able to kind of make mistakes on somebody else's dime, not in the sense of like you're taking, but like, you don't want to do that. Yeah. No one wants to do that. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want the pressure on yourself you don't want to be going into a job thinking there's a chance I might fuck this up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, no, hundred percent. Yeah. And and it, if you're like, feel like you're underpaid, it's like, okay, well fine. There's a reason you're being underpaid. Maybe your skills that just isn't simply there yet. And I know for a fact, mine wasn't my, my confidence and cockiness of being whatever, 17, 18 years old was there. And I think the older you get, the less you kind of have that, like that, like bullshit, like yeah. cockiness yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, Actually, continuity-wise, this wasn't in the shop before, so video, you guys, uh, you guys are like, that keyboard wasn't there. Yeah, it wasn't. That's continuity. Um, but that's why it's four stars, not five stars. Um, but uh, no, yeah, I, I think like it, it, there's a reason for everything, right? And everyone thinks that they're way more advanced than they should be, and everyone thinks that they should be making millions of dollars, and they're going to magically just you know, drop out of college and have some brilliant idea or some, make some patent and sell it to something. And, and I've been there. I think the only thing really advantage I had is I was there like slightly earlier just because business was my game like forever. Cause I, like I said, I, I suck shit at like most things that involve like traditional like sports and academics. I'm not like bad at academics, but I'm not particularly good and I'm actually really bad at sports. So, um, you got the nicest golf clubs though. <laughs> yeah. like, we were talking about golf earlier. I'm like, oh, I got nice clubs. I'm not good at golf, but you might think I am. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I wanted to, Talk to Nick like more about like his because that I think that's the most intriguing part to me. Like, you know, like be because I feel like me like it wasn't really that big of a leap. I wasn't making any leap of faith really. It was just kind of like me doing what like made sense. No one was really on my back. You know, I was in school. I paid for my own school, whatever. But like, I already I could I could manage my life. But Nick like being able to drop everything and and do that like 
obviously you have to make sure you have some money saved, whatever yeah. it may be. But like no one, even if somebody's super, super supportive, that same person, no matter how much they believe in you, there's always going to be like a little bit of doubt. Like, always. man, what's going to happen if he doesn't do this? How am I going to handle this? Whether mm-hmm. it's your loved ones or, you know, whatever it may be, your girlfriend, like they always will be there for you. But it's like, you kind of have to show that like the proof has got to be in the pudding. Yeah. I always say that, like you got to step up your game. You yeah. got to bring clients in. you got to make real money now and on your own. Yeah. And the, the support was always there, like you said, but the real genuine support that you can, you can tell the difference. Yeah. That didn't come until they saw the clients and yeah. the money. Yeah. And exactly. that's when it started coming. And it sucks that that's how the way it has to go, but there's no way around it. Yeah. You know, we're, we're in our own worlds. Yeah. Other people aren't in this with us, so they don't understand. And you can't blame them for not knowing. 100%, yeah. So yeah. sometimes it takes the money to, you know, yeah. show that. Yeah, 100%, dude. And and that's the thing, like, with with that, like, you can't expect somebody to have your back. Like, everyone's like, oh, you're not being supportive. It's like, dude, shut up. Just, like, do it. Like, make, give them something to support, right. you know? Like, you can't support thin air. Like, even if you have a camera, you make something cool or you take some cool pictures, it's like, fine, but, like, you got to go beyond it. Like you're not rewarded in this life for like just doing like the traditional like thing. If you can, if somebody's on YouTube doing a, a tutorial on how to, you know, do a cool video transition or a cool photo edit. Fine. That's cool, man. Keep doing it. You're passionate about it. Do it. But don't expect somebody to be like, oh, just because you're really good at this. Like you have to be an actual business owner as a creative. If you're going to start your own marketing agency or whatever you want to call it. You actually have to step up. You have to know how to do invoices. You have to know how to sell people. You have to have all this other experience. If you don't have it already, you have to develop it over time. Dude, and like, it's funny you say like the invoice thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I was starting and I got my first client, I'm like, how do I get their money? Yeah. I'm right? like, how do I do this? Yeah. And I literally had to like go on YouTube and like type in how do I use QuickBooks to like send yeah. an invoice. And I'm like, how do they send me the money? Yeah. And like just all these little intricacies that you just never think about until you're in the in the position. Yeah. And this is going into another topic, but um, I forget how the saying goes, but it's like you always say yes and you figure it out later. Later, yeah, exactly, right. And it, that's just one of those things it's that like- what, permission, forgiveness, that saying, yeah, like exactly. ask for, per, for uh, do it first and whatever, ask for forgiveness later kind yeah. of thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, that's the thing. It's like, get it, get it done. Like, I mean, it just, it's like the, why it's such a universal principle. It's, it's cliched and we'll repeat it again and again, but it's like, just like get it done. Like, and, and that's the thing. Everyone's like, I don't know how to do that. Like. And I know everyone throws out, oh, it's on YouTube, it's on Google. Yeah. Like, no, it actually is. Yeah, like, it actually is. But there are some things you just simply can't do. So yeah. Like, for example, the client, I, I just had the shoot like two days ago. When I signed the deal with him, his one thing he really, really wanted in the video was animations. And I had I have no experience with animations. Yeah. I have no idea. I have no desire to figure out how to do them. Yeah. But I still signed the deal and I said yes. Yeah. And then... As soon as that happened, I'm like, okay, I got to find an animator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, say yes, figure it out later. And there's always a way to figure it out. Dude, 100%. And I feel like I was thinking about this yesterday for some reason because like it just bothers the shit out of me now that I think about it. Like asking the right people the wrong questions. So if you were like, yo, Kyle, like I need an animator. You got yeah. a guy? I'm like, dude, I actually do. And then yeah. when you said this, now I'm like, oh, I actually have a guy. Like I got you. Next question. Like not even a problem. But it's so many people ask the right people to ask, right? I might be the right people to ask for an animator. I've done a bunch of gigs like that. The wrong questions in the sense of, like, I always use the expression. I don't know where it came from. But don't ask a doctor to, how to tie your shoes. 
The, what I mean by that is ask a doctor what prescription or antibiotic you need to like not die. Yeah. Don't ask him some question that doesn't matter. Like otherwise you're going to expend energy from somebody else that, and then they're going to make, you're, you're going to make your value to them seem so low. Like even my buddy, George, who's a huge mentor to me, like some people I know, like ask him just stupid questions. Like the dude, he, he multi, built an eight figure business and, and he absolutely crushed it. But people still ask him, Oh, how do I uh, design a, or how do I get a domain for a Shopify store or something? Like, you could fi- go you to could, Google, look it up. Yeah, you could figure that stuff yeah, out yeah. From, from stuff from people who don't have the experience. But like, if you're gonna ask somebody who's like a really heavy hitter, yeah. ask them this question you yeah. just simply don't have the answer to. Exhaust all your options first, and exactly. once you get to that dead end where you really don't know where to go, yeah. then you go to the person. Exactly. And so many people are like, "Well," and I can get people who text me stuff, and it's, it, that's great that they're. I'm glad mm-hmm. people reach out, but I'm like, man, you really like. I wish somebody knew like, you can have like ask me the right question. And it's not like there's like a definite right question. It's just like, don't ask me stupid stuff. Like, Dude. don't ask me, like, don't ask me stuff that you can easily, like build something first. And we were just talking about this podcast, like build it first so people can see, hey, you know what? The audio sounds good. Yeah. The video looks good. You you know, the set will improve. Everything will improve. But guess what? If we just talk about, yeah, this is what our plan is. This is what we're going to do. Um, how do I, or you ask somebody who does a podcast, how do you guys record your audio? Like no one cares. Like don't ask people that question. Maybe like, how did you get this person on your, or whatever it may be. Like if you have some high level question, but I'm not even in the position to ask somebody that question right. until I've done it. Like yeah. until I've done the four stars and then I want to go for the five. Fifth, I you could know? go, I could go up and down my Instagram DMs yeah. and probably find like 10 questions like that. But I what mean, do you shoot with man? Yeah, like, you know, like that. <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but yeah, some people just don't know. I get it. It's but. not. It's it's to know like dissing of them. Like I don't mean that. It's just no, like, I agree. I agree with you. It's just putting it on the open. Like yeah. hey, think about it, because I want to answer yeah. everyone's. I'm more than happy to, but like just come from a frame where my brain processes it. Like man, this guy's he's he's really trying. Yeah. Not like this guy's just looking for right. some unified answer Free that's going to solve all my problems. Yeah. 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 Like you asked me what camera and lens I use. Like. Does it really matter? I no. That question twi- I'll tell you. Twice a week. I have a whole gear list online. If yeah. you looked at my Instagram, I, I did the same around. thing. I put yeah. a link in my Instagram bio that has all my gear. For your kit. Yeah, exactly. And, and now I just send it to people right when they ask me the question. Yeah. And, and that's like the reason I wanted to even develop. Like, I, I mean, I, like I have like the resource online for that. I'm like, just take it for free. Just don't like ask me questions after that. Like yeah. it's like filtration. And that's what I even tell clients in the content space. I'm like, you build videos and content so you don't have to keep repeating yourself. Right. It's, Saying 90%, you, you always need to be there to cover the last 10, answer people's questions. But guess what? This answer is, you know, who are we? This is what we do. This is how much this, this is whatever. It The, the industry, you know, it could be whatever. But I'm just saying like, just be be more specific. Or right? I guess like, I guess like be more, and, and not even specific, but like just have more invested. Cause somebody else you're asking for advice, Odds are they've put so much more time and effort into something. Into figuring out that same question than yeah, you are. Exactly. And that's how I think about it too. Exactly. And dude, yeah. I mean, I think like, even like, I don't know, like people have a lot of time to think and, and, and research and do and whatnot. And I'm like legitimately curious. Like, what did the people say? Like, did you know you were going to quit? Like, did you know? No. Like, what made you like think that was a good idea? I'm just curious, like being devil's advocate. I really asked myself. For, for months. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a decision I made overnight. Mm-hmm. I, I struggled with it for months. You know, I, I would talk to my parents about it. I would talk to my girlfriend yeah. about it. I will talk to my roommates about it. And I pretty much got the same answer from everyone. It's like, yeah. do what you want, but what are you going to do after? Yeah. 
And I'm like, and my answer was the same thing every time. I'm like, I don't know yet. Yeah, no, 100%. I didn't know. And that's yeah. why I wasn't leaving because I didn't know yet. Yeah. But as soon as I had that vision and I figured it out, I was just like, I asked myself, I'm like, would I be, would I be happier if I left this job and went to a different financial institution? Yeah. And I would ask myself that every single morning going into work and every single time I would tell myself no. Yeah. And I just got to the point where people were asking me, when are you going to do it? When yeah. are you going to do it? When yeah, are you going to yeah, do yeah. it? Yeah. So I'm like, whatever. I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm like, I'll do it today. I wasn't even planning on doing it. I literally, yeah. I, I woke up, I was at the office in the morning doing my work and I'm just like, whatever, I'll do it today. So I emailed yeah. my boss. I'm like, can I come in in like two hours? He's like, yeah, sure. So I walk into his office. First thing he, first thing out of his mouth. So where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, he knew, he yeah. knew I was leaving. So yeah. clearly it wasn't only like other people knew my head wasn't there. Yeah. It wasn't just me. And like yeah. people see right through that crap. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Like not saying I wasn't getting my work done because I was, yeah. but people see when you're, when the passion's not there, you're not yeah. invested. Like they see it. And like, when he asked me, where am I going? I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm doing my own thing. And like, once I told him what I wanted to do, he was like all for it. He's That's like, so fucking cool. go for it. He's like, do what he's like, if it's something else, do what you want. He's like, if yeah. you were going to another institution, he's like, I would be fighting with you right now. And yeah. this would be a different conversation. Yep. But he's like, if you're going to do what you want to do, go, go fucking do yeah. it. Yeah. So, I mean, and I have a good relationship with him. still. I still talk to him. Yeah. Um, you know, he's like, if you ever like decide you want to come back, he's yeah. like, you can come back. That's so, so I mean, cool. at least That's I had so that cool. option. I'm like, I'm never going to fucking come back, but yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. but it wasn't because of them. I had the best team on earth. Yeah. Yeah. No. And 100%. that's the reason I, that's the reason I didn't leave sooner. Yeah. It's because I love the people I worked with. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just, I knew where I knew what I wanted to do. I was sick of doing the same shit every day and not doing what I wanted. And I just, one day I woke up and I just said, fuck it. Yeah, dude. That's, that's crazy. I mean, but like, it's cool. Like, yeah, I feel like even then, like I didn't know you maybe at all or very well. But obviously, like you can follow each other on Instagram, and I yeah, was like, yeah. like I was like silently like rooting, like cheering for you because I'm like, dude, like this makes so much sense. Like following like the stuff that Nick's done and like like the content, I'm like, dude, like this guy, like, he's got the sauce, like he can do it. And I was like, this makes sense. Like, and it's so cool to see, like, because it's like very idealized, right? Like quitting your job and doing yeah. this. It's like, but it's like having the drive to like move forward and like progress and make content and like figure out new things, like there's so much to be said about that. Like, cause like now it's in hindsight, it's 2020. I'll yeah. say that fucking 20 times a day. Cause it's the truth. Oh, well of course Nick would make it work. Cause he's great. His videos are amazing. And he's a very likable guy and all this stuff. Like, yeah, but guess what? You don't feel that way when you're quitting your no, job. You you're one source of income that you've been working for, for years and going through the whole school process. And everyone, everyone, everyone will be done. Like majority, 99.9% yeah. .9 of people was, in your life was, will die. That was the hardest thing was like, you go through something in college, that starts to become your identity. Yeah. You get into the professional world, it becomes your identity even more. Yeah. I was like, I was like, when I first started, I'm like, I get to wear a suit every day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I get to work this really cool job, whatever. That slowly just started to fade, but that was still my identity. I was like, I yeah. was the finance guy. I worked at a bank, whatever. That was yeah. my identity. When I quit, I struggled so hard mentally with not being that person anymore. Oh my God. Yeah. It was so hard. And like, now it's like, and I truly believe if you're going to be a business owner, you need to fully embody what you do 100%. and be that guy. Like, I want to be the fucking video guy. Yep. Like exactly. I, exactly. And people know me as that. Yeah, exactly. No one knows me as like the guy that works in finance anymore. Yeah. Because right? that, I mean, whatever, it was six months ago. It wasn't yeah. that long ago, but like, you need to be that person and you need to fully embody that and really like, yeah. you need to tell people that. Like what, when people say, what do you do? You need to be fucking proud of it and yep. say it like you want to be that person. hundred percent. And it makes a huge difference. Dude, hundred percent. Like we were talking about the other day, like. Grant Cardone, like in his books, like whether you like him or not, he's a very polarizing kind of guy, but his books, are, in my opinion, are very good. 
uh, and a lot of the stuff that he does say. And it's like, I tell everyone, like my brother is in car sales and I have a lot of awesome friends like Josh, who's out of the frame right now, uh, <laughs> who's in car sales and stuff like that. It's like, you know, if you're going to sell a BMW, like you better fucking drive one. Like, yeah, in my right? opinion, you know what I mean? Like Grant always says, like, if you're not sold on it yourself, guess what? You're not going to sell it to no, somebody else. No way. Maybe you'll get lucky, but like lucky is like not going to sustain. Right. So it's like, if you're going to, if I'm going to sell you a product, like I better know it's the best damn product. If that, you don't like, believe in like, what you're doing, no <laughs> yeah, believe what you're doing. Exactly. Cause it's, it's so like, it's trans it's psychology It's transparency. Like no one, you're not going to, you're not gonna fool anyone. No one's going to get fooled. Like people are an idiot. Even if you think something, stu- somebody is stupid, inherently they have a brain that's good enough cognitively to figure out that whatever you're saying is like not consistent. Yeah. And, and you might work as being a liar or somebody who's inconsistent or whatever for a few years or a few months or whatever it may be, but it should catch us up to you. People start talking about it and then people can start poking holes in you yeah. and be like, wait a second. He said this to me. He said that. Well, wait a second. Why did he sell me a BMW? And he doesn't even like the brand or he doesn't even own it or he's talking shit about it or he does it. I think it's a weird, like people don't talk about that very much, but it's like, remember, like, you got to rep your shit. Like you got to be like into it. You got to care. You can't like dismiss. Uh, you, you, I don't know. You can't like hate on what you do or, or, or like, or not think it's a good idea. It's the same people who like, oh man, you got to have content or like, I'm going to help you uh, build an amazing Instagram. It's like, if you don't have an amazing Instagram, shut up. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm going to help you get followers. Like if you have 50 followers, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. Doesn't I get matter. it. But if you're going to be like, I'm going to give you a hundred thousand followers and get you verified. If you're not verified and you have 50 followers, guess what? you it doesn't matter. Or, or like, oh, can I do a shoot for you? If your shit sucks, like maybe if you're going to do it for free, like give somebody the time of day, but like, don't be like, you know, build your stuff up first. Like, Take care of yourself first. Feed yourself first. Like make like make whatever you're gonna like back yourself up in whatever yeah. it is that you're doing. Whether you're selling something, whether you're selling a service, whether you're selling a product, whatever it be, like back yourself up first. Show the results. Build results with whatever your product you or build some kind of dynamic and back end. And I don't know. I think that's important. It's yeah. weird to say, but it's just it's important. No, and one one of the things I struggled with the most first starting out was asking people for their money. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. You know, I'd yeah. never come from like an entre- entrepreneurial background and yeah. was never, you know, a business owner. I never asked people for money. That was really like, you know, hand to hand transaction, like literally theirs to mine. Yeah. And it was weird to me. And I was like, and everything I had done before was like, all the work I'd done was for myself. Yeah. I'd never done it for other people. Yeah. And that just like concept was weird to me. I'm like, I'm doing what I like, but like people are paying me for it. And yeah. It was just, it was super weird at first. Yeah. But that, cha- I mean, it changed quickly because I started to see results. I'm like, yeah. this is actually valuable to people. They want mm-hmm. this. Yeah. And that started to change. But I had a really weird relationship with like asking people for money at first. Dude, yeah. Because it's a, it's a very personal thing. You're yeah. essentially like selling yourself, right? Yeah, you are. Because like it's one thing. Like you sell somebody like a car or a computer or whatever from my background. Like it's a tangible item, right? I'm going to sell you this phone. Yeah. Give me $1,000 for it. Deal. You got this. I got that. Video is very... I mean, it is tangible, but it's not at the same no. time. Like I filmed it, I edited it. You don't like it, I feel it's, personally violated. Like not violated, but you you get the emotional attachment. It's to tangible it. after they paid. Exactly. Well, not yeah, yeah. Before they paid. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I remember even like you know asking some people. I ask a lot of like managers in my life, like for for certain. You know, I, I've heard them be like, you know, they didn't even send me an invoice, or whatever. Like and that's what goes back to my earlier point. Like. You're never going to be punished for either making money or asking for money. Because guess what? You already signed the contract. You did it. Trust me. I had the most difficult time with that, like sending somebody an invoice or asking them for a follow-up on an still, invoice. I still feel weird doing it. Yeah. I still feel It'll weird never. It. And that's the thing. It's life. Like, right? You, The things that make you feel weird or uncomfortable, a lot of people just never do. Yeah. And if you never do it, guess what? Like I would say, you 
you're gonna die or get hit by a bus <laughs> and no one's gonna care anymore like you know what i mean like you didn't you didn't even try and if you try enough you get warmed up to the topic like the first iphone i fixed i was scared maybe the hundredth i was a little bit less scared like you're going to warm up to the idea of it. The first Absolutely. big project you take on, the first wedding, for example, you take on, if you ever wanted to film a wedding, the first one, you're probably gonna not going to charge a lot. You're probably not going to make a couple mistakes. You're going to learn a lot every time. And every time you get seasoned, better and better and better. And guess what? When you go on, you're going to walk in the wedding like, oh, I got this. Yeah. Or I'm going to charge X, Y, Z. It's like a switch like flips. It you're going to be like, you know, like, oh, I got this. Like you go from being like super, super like, humble like not like not humble is the wrong word but like super like low-key like oh like i don't yeah, want to charge for this nervous. Nervous. yeah nervous you're is so the right nervous. word yeah exactly even six months ago when i first started i went to like one of my first shoots and i'm like am i supposed to direct people am i supposed to tell them what yeah to do? <laughs> and now i'm like i fucking walk in and i'm like you go here you yeah go here, you, yeah you shut do up this, do this yeah. yeah so like it's like it's like like you said it's like a switch it's like night and day yeah you do one two three of them and it's like you progressively like you said you can't skip levels yeah you get to that first one you feel more confident you go to that second one you feel yep. more confident you get to that third one and you're running around like a dictator telling everyone what to do exactly. and like taking charge of everything. So yeah, everything takes time. A hundred percent, dude. I couldn't agree more, but yeah, man, I think that's like a good, I think that's a good way to wrap up the podcast. Like that was, you know, us like trying to give us, give you guys like a general understanding of the background of starting a business yeah, right yeah. now and opening up that kind of conversation to questions and stuff like that. Um, you know, you could follow myself on Instagram at SULKR underscore media for any questions. I know you can comment wherever this is, whether it's YouTube, wherever, but if you want to reach out to us directly, uh, Nick, you know, plug your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick Loggy at Nick Loggy on Instagram. I'm at Nick Loggy on pretty much every single platform. So that's Dope. where you can find me. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. And if you want to follow his creative agency, Loggy Media Loggy as well, Loggy well. yeah. Media. I have that uh, linked in my, in my personal bio. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I got my personal stuff linked in there too. If you need, you know, whatever, reach out anywhere. We're here to help out. We're here to help make your experience a little bit better. But remember what we talked about. We're not going to be, we're going to be open to any questions. Just ask the right questions. Ask the technical questions. Like, you know, what does it take to do XYZ or what, like the ones that matter, right? And and, and if we get enough of the same question or even like a really pressing question, we're just going to address it straight yeah. up. Like if you're like, oh man, invoicing or selling people on my stuff is so hard well you know guess what we're gonna make something to tailor to you yeah it's all about feedback what people say what people think yeah absolutely and, guys. Uh, and definitely send send some stuff into uh what is that four stars podcast yeah yeah that, yeah handle? yeah that's four stars podcast on instagram um we're not the most important one yeah well yeah yeah, yeah right <laughs> so i'm thinking like is, if you wanted to reach out to us personally like straight up but yeah, we're yeah. both gonna have you know we're both on the four stars podcast instagram uh comment there obviously give us a follow if you liked what you saw today that's number one um, you know, four stars, uh, the actual letters F O U R, uh, stars podcast. And, um, we're going to keep putting out, you know, more and more, um, episodes we're planning to do every Monday, yeah, yeah. uh, right now, uh, to kind of keep a consistent flow with everything. And we'll hopefully guess. be YouTube, Apple podcasts and Spotify. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get all three. Yeah. yeah. We'll get there eventually. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, Apple and, and Spotify and I don't know if SoundCloud, if you guys need SoundCloud, we could probably do that too, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I don't know we'll if people listen to podcasts there, but yeah, guys, thank you for bearing with us uh, today on this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I, I know we both did. It yeah. kind of got us in the flow of things. Tell us what you did like, what you didn't like, um, anything you'd like to hear about, because yeah. this was kind of just us opening ourselves up to you. Yeah. Um, to throw, see. throw questions in, whatever, and we'll, honestly, it'll help us a ton with like, coming up with content to talk about yeah. so like any questions you guys have for either of us or just anything generally send it in to four stars podcast and we'll we'll bring it up on the next one yeah yeah so thank you guys for tuning into the four stars podcast my name's kyle nick. that's nick
Cheers. Cheers. Let's get it done. Oh,